for a moment to lift up your hands and lift up your voice. Not because I said to, but because he is worthy. We serve a God that inhabits the praises of his people. He said, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them. your relationship with God. There is something about getting a hold of God and being in His presence. I don't know about you, but I don't want to leave the presence of God. There's joy in His presence. There's peace in His presence. But whatever you need, you will find it in the presence of the Almighty God. For a church, he's looking for individuals that would call out his name, and he will answer you, he will show up. Oh, come on, somebody lift up your voice for a moment. We may be tired, hallelujah. We, but I need the presence of God, I need the strengthening of God, I need the peace of God. I need God to move in my life. I don't want to leave the way I came, but I need a touch from God. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Give God a hand praise. Give God a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Bless your name. Before we get into the word of God, we want to thank all of those that were here yesterday. For our meet and greet outreach. Hallelujah. If you were here. You know that God moved. On the lives of individuals. That we poured into. That we spoke with. Hallelujah. And it's just simply great to see. When there are people that have hearts. For those that need God. Because hallelujah. If you remember. You, you were at that place. You were broken, you were hurting, you, you, you needed something, but somebody, hallelujah, went out of their way to, to speak a word into your life. Wherever you found yourself, hallelujah, somebody, hallelujah, spoke something into you, planted a seed in your life. Come on. And you find yourself in the house of God. And we thank you for your, your, your time and your efforts, hallelujah. God, it is not unnoticed. In the eyes of God, hallelujah. God will bless. And I believe it's just the beginning. 
of great outreaches, great moves of God, because hallelujah, there was something about when people have a heart for the things of God, God's going to bless it. God's going to multiply it. God's going to pour into it. But it, it, it's just we need laborers. We need people that are hungry for a move of God. And it starts with me. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles this afternoon, go to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 15. Sixteen, the Bible says, and Samuel said to Saul, stop, listen to what the Lord told me last night. What did he tell you? Saul asked. And Samuel told him, although you may think little of yourself, you are not the lead, are you not the leader of the tribe of Israel? The Lord has anointed you king of Israel. Yes, and the Lord sent you on a mission and told you, go and completely destroy the sinners of the Amalekites until they are all dead. Why haven't you obeyed the Lord? Why did you rush for the plunder and do what was evil in the Lord's sight. Bow our heads and go before the Lord, the Heavenly Father. We thank you for your presence, God. We thank you for your spirit, God. We thank you for your anointing, God. We thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do, God, and all you're doing right now, God. But we just ask that we come before your name right now, asking that, you, 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 that this word go forth. I bind in every hindering spirit that is contrary to your word. I bind it in the name of Jesus. And we will be sure to give you the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated giving God a hand praise. There is a blessing attached. To your obedience in God. Amen. There is a blessing attached to your obedience in the things of God. You read in the book of Samuel. The Bible says that, that God called, God told Saul. He gave him a responsibility to go and destroy the Amalekites. For, for what they had done to the people of God. He gave them a word. He told them to, 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 not, to do not allow anything to stay behind. To destroy everything. There was a reason behind the, the, the message or the mission that God sent him on. But the Bible says that we, we find in the book of Samuel that, that he did not destroy everything. That he did not listen fully to the voice of God. That, that he went about his business versus the, the business uh, and, and the mission that God had sent him on. The Bible says that he kept uh, the oxen. He kept uh, the cattle. Hallelujah. That he kept uh, the, those things uh, uh, versus destroying the Malachites. Versus destroying the things that, that, they, that belong to them. 
And the Bible says that we find that Samuel had to come and to encourage him, to remind him who he was and the, the, the responsibility as king to go and, hallelujah, to destroy these things. There was something about obedience, church. But it seems that in our lives, we would rather do what we would want to do. This world, people would rather live the way they want to live. People get this attitude of, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to live. People get a, a, a perception of the church and, 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 and it being rules and regulations. Uh, but hallelujah, the church, this responsibility of the church is to share Jesus to these people. It's not about rules and regulations. I understand we've got to have rules. We've got to, we've got to have things in order. Hallelujah. But hallelujah, it's about Jesus. There are people, hallelujah, that are lost without God. We've seen, hallelujah, people that were hurting yesterday. People, hallelujah, that need God. But they need to see the love of God. God is asking the church to show people the love of God. And are we being truly obedient to the word of God? Are we really reaching people the way God intended us to reach them? Hallelujah. It's by the love of God. Hallelujah. You want to see blessings in your life? You want to see prosperity in your life? You want to see the blessings of God in your life? Hallelujah. Be obedient to the word of God you want to see God move in your life you want to see your family prosper you want to see hallelujah the things that are connected to you grow hallelujah it's going to come from when the people of God are obedient to the voice of God or do we have an ear and are we hearing the voice of God are we searching after the things of God or am I just coming to church just to feel good and say Hey, I, I'm checking in and I'm checking out, Pastor. Or do I have a hunger uh, for the things of God? And do I want to be obedient to the voice of God? And God, you put a word in my spirit. You put a word in my heart. You put a responsibility as a child of God to do something for the kingdom of God. Or what am I doing sitting on my hands and saying it's the responsibility of the pastor to hallelujah reach out? No, but he said he sent the disciples two by two and he told them go out and preach my gospel. Compel them to come. Compel and tell them about it. God, amen. There's a blessing attached to your obedience. Come on. I don't know about you, but I need a blessing from God. I need God to show up. I need God to move. I need God to, 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 to intervene. It's going to come when I, hallelujah, surrender myself to the things of God. When I, hallelujah, get a hold of God like never before, hallelujah. Where is my relationship with God? I'm reminded of Abraham. 
and Isaac. The Bible says that, that God promised Abraham a son. He told him, I'm going to bless you with a son. And hallelujah, he was old. He was over a hundred years old. And he said, where is the promise? Where is my blessing? And that's how we get sometimes, hallelujah. God promised you some things. There are promises in the word of God. And God, how come those promises have not been yet fulfilled? And we go off and trying to fulfill those promises, make those promises happen. But hallelujah, if God promised you, if God promised you, he will be faithful to his word. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end the same God that provided uh, Isaac for Abraham will be the same God that will provide for you. I don't know what you need. I don't know why you're here, but I'm in the house of God for a reason, a purpose. I need something from God. I need God to intervene. I need God to show up. I need God to bless. And it's going to come. My obedience. But then you find, you find that God blesses him with the promise. And now you find that God is asking for the very thing that he promised for him to sacrifice. Amen. God is a God that knows all. Amen. But God will allow you to go through situations yes. to see what your response will be. Are you going to blame God. In the midst of what you're going through. He could have very easily pointed the finger at God. And said you promised me God. And now you want to take it away. That's how we get with God. Sometimes we talk to God like that. We lose the reverence of God. God you promised me. You said, hallelujah, my family would be saved. You said, my household would be saved. But hallelujah, it, why, is, I, why am I facing what I'm facing? Why does it seem the way it seems? Thank you, Lord. Where's my faith? Are we walking by faith? Are we walking by sight? My God. To see Abraham. He gave him the promise. But he said sacrifice the promise. We know the story. But hallelujah look at the obedience of Abraham. Look at the obedience of Abraham. To see hallelujah. Even though he understood. who, who He understood his relationship with God. If you read he says. Me and the lad. Will return. That's his faith in God. Amen. God promised. But his faith in God to know that me and the boy, we're going to go up 
And God wants me to sacrifice it. God wants me to sacrifice the promise. Uh, hallelujah. But hallelujah, God, I don't know how God's going to do it. Uh, and I don't know how God's going to make it happen. But all God is looking for is an obedient heart to say, God, uh, it's yours, God. It, you give it uh, and you take away. You will provide. You, you blessed time and time again. And I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know what you're doing in the back scenes. Oh. You ever been to a, how I got into going to the plays, going to Broadway plays, and you, you sit in the audience, and you, you sit there and you watch a performance, but there are people in the background making sure that thing and you may you don't see these people but they're maneuvering things to making sure that the show that you're watching it, it, it's like it runs smooth it's like how did how did you get hallelujah this big old mountain to come out and and, and now the next scene it's no longer there god works it out i don't know how god does it i don't know how god does it but hallelujah as long as I trust in Him, Amen. as long as I'm obedient to the voice of God, He said He will provide all my needs. Amen. I don't know what you need from God, but hold on to the hand of God. Don't let go. No matter what the, no matter what you're facing. No matter what you're up against, no matter how hard it may seem, no matter what it looks like, God never intended for you to stay in the storm. God never intended for you to stay in the valley. God never intended for you to stay in the lion's den. God never intended for you to stay in the jail. God never intended for you to stay in the pit. God never intended, hallelujah, for you. Oh, my God. You see people throughout the word of God time and time again. People held on to the hand of God. Come on, amen. My God, time and time again, God showed up. God has showed up. God has made a way, my God, to know that the Israel people, as they left Egypt, God provided for them time and time again that Manna would rain from heaven. You, you consider yourself a child of God. You, you consider you living for God. But doesn't... We, we've got to understand that we serve a God that knows all. We serve a God that is all powerful. He knows your need. He knows your facing. He knows what you're facing. He knows what we're going through. He knows the heartache and the pain. But despite that, you don't know what I'm going through, preacher. You don't know what I'm facing. You don't know what I had to go through. You don't, you don't know. But don't let go. 
Your blessing is on the way. What, hallelujah, one more prayer. One more church service uh, that your blessing will, will come to pass. What if it, hallelujah, but I want to give up. Uh, it's hard. Uh, I, I, I'm going through it. I'm going through it. And then, hey, that's one thing. You're going through it. You're, yes, you're facing it. But I'm going through it. I'm not, God won't leave me here. Amen. And time and time again, you see throughout the word of God. He got them out of it. The Lord, they overcame it. Amen. They defeated it. Amen. What are you going through? What are you facing? And do you believe that God will meet you in the midst of it? Do you believe that you serve a God that is with you in the midst of it? To be able... Paul and Silas in the midst of the jail cell to be able to praise God in the midst of a jail cell. Are you able to praise God in the midst of what you're going through? In the midst of your heartache? In the midst of your pain? Are you able to still lift up your hands and say, God, you're worthy. God, you're able. You're still on the throne. You're still worthy of my praise. Don't give room to the devil. Don't give room to your adversary. It won't happen. It can happen. You prayed and you fasted. How long have you been serving God and your answer still hasn't come? And we get in our mindset of, of well, it, it will be what it's always been. We get comfortable and content. It won't get better. I'm satisfied with what I'm going through. I'm satisfied with what I'm facing. It is what it is. But you've got to know who you are in God. I'm a child of the most high God. He's all power. He's all might. My God, you've got to know who you serve. Yes, amen. You've got to know who your God is. He's all powerful. He's almighty. He's wonderful. He's magnificent. He is God all by himself. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the angels in heaven cry holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is the highest praise. They praise Him. They exalt Him because they understand uh, who they're serving. They understand uh, how powerful and how mighty He is. The ability that God has. The ability that God has to literally speak things into existence. To speak things into existence. How many, we've got the Holy Ghost. How many are filled with the Holy Ghost? You've got God inside of you. And it's time for you to start speaking things into existence. My God, you need to start building your faith. Oh, we are Foundation 365. We've got to build on a foundation. 
Hallelujah. Help you. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in Matthew, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them to practice is like a man who <coughs> built his house on a rock. The rain came down. The storms rose. The winds blew against that house. Yet it did not fall. Yet it did not fall because its foundation on a rock. He is the rock of my salvation. What am I standing on? Am I standing on something solid? Or am I standing on something? Hallelujah. This world will perish. This world will one day wrap up and will be gone. But hallelujah. God, he said, I will come back for you. I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you will be also. That's a foundation to know a promise that God gave to his people. That one day he will come back for me. That one day I will see him face to face. But until then, I'm going to be obedient to the voice of God. I'm going to be obedient to the word of God. I'm not going to allow my faith to waver. I'm not going to allow the things of this world to overcome me. But I'm going to stand on the word. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes you see buildings that are old. And before they build them, or before they try to enforce them, they try to check the foundation to see if this building is worth rebuilding upon. And they will check the stability of the foundation. Sometimes we need to check our stability in God. Sometimes I need to look in the mirror and say, I'm checking myself, but am I in right standings in the eyes of God? I'm not here to please man. I'm not here, hallelujah, to please you, but am I in right standings with God? Is my heart where it needs to be in the eyes of God? Am I truly obedient the voice of God? Am I truly seeking God to my full potential. I'm not going to measure myself. Against the man. I'm not going to measure myself against the man of God. Your relationship is your relationship with God. But you've got to measure. Your relationship with God. You've got to examine. Amen. Who I am in God. Sometimes we got to. Create in me, God, a clean heart. Sometimes this life, we allow 
the things that are not pure, the things that are not of God, to enter our heart. <laughs> Hatred. Envy. Even within the house of God. Jesus was good. Even between the brethren, even between my brother and my sister. Precious Jesus. That's true. How do I expect to be blessed if I can't even love my brother? If I can't even love my sister? How do I expect God to bless? How do I expect there is something about unity? Especially when the church of God can come together and be a unit, a body for the honor and the glory of God. What is truly our purpose as the church of the living God? Thank you, Jesus. Are we here to satisfy one another? Are we here to, to make you happy? To make you feel good? To make it sound good? To, we can't sugarcoat things, church. People are dying without God and the knowledge of who God is. We serve a great and living God that one day will come back for a people. Amen. I'm behind it. The Bible says in 2 Kings, there was a widow woman that she told the prophet of Elijah. She cried out and said, my husband is dead. And I have these, these debts that these debt collectors are coming and asking for. It's to the point where I can't pay them. But they want to take my two sons as slaves. But the Bible says that the man of God told her. What do you have in your house? She said, all I have is a bottle of oil. He said, okay, get that bottle of oil and go out and ask people for, for jars to fill, to fill these bottles, to fill these jars. He said, close the door, get your sons and you do this. She got her, her jar and she began to pour and pour into these jars. She told her sons, go and go and bring us more jars. She continued to fill these empty jars to the point where all the jars were filled with oil. He told her, he told her, now, go and pay with the oil that you have. Go and pay your debts. And with the rest of it, you will live off the rest of it. We serve a God that will do exceedingly abundantly what we can even think or ask. That's my God. That he will provide. 
away. Yes, he will. Let's see. Thank you, Jesus. She was faithful to the word of God. She was faithful to the man of God. Sometimes God will ask you things. God will ask you things that may not be ordinary. Come on, I, I think God, God has a sense of humor. Look around this room. When's the last time you looked in the mirror? Some of us look a little funny. God, God made us a little bit. We were, we're not all the same. You got some short, you got some tall, you got some round, you got some... He got a sense of humor. That's my God. And sometimes, how he does things, it may not seem normal, but it's a test of your faith to believe that what God is asking He's going to be in it as long as God is the center of your life. You will see victory as long as God is the center of your home. You will see the peace of God in your home as long as God is the center of this house. You will see the power, the move. You will see revival. You will see miracles, signs, and wonders as long as God is the is God the center of it all. Is God the center of your heart? Is God your everything? Is God who you go to in times of trouble? Is God who you lean on in times and hard times? Or is it God you only go to when hallelujah everything is going bad? Or hallelujah in the good times, in the bad times? David said, I will bless you. I will praise you. No matter what I'm going through. No matter what I'm facing. No matter what I'm up against. God, you're still worthy. You're still able. You're still working. You're still blessing. You're still providing. You're still going to do it. You're still going to make a way. Out of, it may seem out of no way. But you will do it, God. Come on, do you? Begin to think about this woman. She was obedient to the word of God. She was obedient to the voice of God. I begin to think about the jars that she was bringing. That were empty. I begin to think about the book of Acts, chapter 2. The Bible says, 17, 
in the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your older men will dream dreams. Yes, amen. He said, I will pour out my spirit. If you're going to pour into something, you need a vessel. You want some iced tea? It's gross to just drink it out of the pitcher. You better get yourself a cup and yes. pour yourself some. But you, before you're able to pour into it, it got to be empty. Amen. There are people that are empty without God. Yes, but it was the responsibility of this woman, in order for those jars to be filled, she had to bring them. And if God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh, it does not say just the church, it says on all flesh, meaning that people that are without God, we're going to see a move of God to the point where His Spirit is poured out. But it's the responsibility of the church to bring these empty vessels. It's the responsibility of the church to bring empty Vessels. We're out here. Okay. Yesterday. Man comes up. He says, I'm going to the store to get a cake pan for my daughter's birthday. Remember the Sunday we're talking to him. He said, Something told me to. I don't know why I'm here, but uh, he said, I was supposed to go to the other, another store somewhere. I was supposed to go somewhere, but something drew me here. We begin to minister. We begin to talk with him. He began to open up and share what he has been through and what he was going through. And I felt in my spirit. I felt God told me, go and buy him the cake pan. Go get it for him. Spend $5, just go buy it for him. Came back. I handed it to him. This grown man began to weep in front of two other grown men because he recognized the love of God. He understood that there was something or there was somebody out there that cared about his situation, about what he was going through about what he was facing. My God. My God. My God. We begin to pray. We begin to minister to him. 
He literally stayed out here for about 45 minutes. Just, just spending time, just being here. That's what people need, church. They're going to come the way they come. They're going to come, hallelujah, how they come. That's right. But allow God to be the one to do the convicting. I'm not the one that sits on the throne. I'm not God. I'm not the judge. I'm the one that needs to lead them. Hallelujah, Jesus. There are people that need God. But hallelujah, it's a responsibility. The people of God. It's a responsibility. Gilbert, you can help me. It's a responsibility. The church. We're so caught up, church, in our business and what we got to take care of. Or do we have a heart for the things of God? Do we have a heart? The Bible says, if you fully obey in Deuteronomy, the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commandments that I have given you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations. You will experience all of these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children, your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds, of your flock will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and bread baskets will be blessed. Whatever, whenever you go, whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you one direction, but they will be scattered from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouse with grain. The Lord your God will bless you, will bless in the land He has given you. 
if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore he would then all the nations of the world will see that you are the people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe of you. This word says in First Peter, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation who are called by my name. That's the position that we have in God. Position we have in God. As long as I hold on to the hand of God. As long as I don't give up. As long as I don't give in. He's going to bless. He's going to provide. That's God. We serve a loving God. We serve a merciful God. A God that is a gentleman. A God that does not twist your arm. Say, serve me. But he gives you an opportunity. An opportunity to be obedient to the voice of God. An opportunity. I'm blessed. We're blessed, church. God has blessed us. God has provided time and time again. And he continues to do it. As long as we hold on. As long as I don't give up. Sometimes it's hard. We're in a fight. We fight with our flesh. We're in a fight. Our adversary. It's a battle. We're human. We're in this body, this this na this human nature. We struggle with things. We struggle with things in our past. Our hurts, our pains. Those things, do we give them to God? Do we totally surrender everything to God? Is it His? Is your hurts, your pains, your sufferings, have you given it to God? Have you allowed God to heal you of your past? Have you allowed God to restore your mind, your heart, your spirit? Have you really allowed God to work 
in and on your life? Or are you trying to figure it out on your own? I'm nothing without God. We're nothing without God. You will love one and hate the other. You gotta make up in your mind, church. I'm gonna soon, I'm gonna solely surrender my life, my heart to God and allow Him to be God. Allow Him to move, allow Him to strengthen, allow Him to build, allow Him to work on me. I want to be obedient to the word of God. I want to see the blessings of God. I want to see God like never before. I want to see, hallelujah, the move of God. I want to see the house of God filled. But it's going to come when people are obedient to the voice of God. When people obedient to the man of God. To the man of God. And watch God work. We gotta put some things aside. Gotta put some things aside. This is between me and God. This is between me and God. My relationship, this is between me and God. Let's stand.